Hey, everybody. Hi. <laughs> Sorry. I am Champ Champenstein. And I am Heather Hadfield. And we're Talk Comics to Me. It's a, it's a, new, it's a new comic book day. It is the 17th. Yeah. Damn. I think so. Yeah, it is the 17th. It's so the 17th. Get, I was supposed to get my bag on the 16th. And That's I true. So. Yep, it's the 17th of June. Here we are. <laughs> There's a pandemic still. Still, yeah. Uh, so be they, careful. There are black people being found hung, hanged from trees. It's not suicide, guys. Don't it's, believe yeah, that. Yeah, it's not suicide. Uh, people are still protesting in the streets for, you know... Everywhere. Poli- yeah, everywhere for, you know, police defunding and, you know, abolition and, you know, the not murdering black people. So, anything else going on? Oh, God, there's so much going oh, on. Oh, yeah, I mean, we learned yesterday a bunch of creator, comic creators that were, you know, once respected by us are just terrible human beings. So, who would have thought that men could just be garbage? <laughs> Um, I had a bat in my house last night. That was fun. So, yeah. Welcome to Wednesday. Stuff's happening. 2020 has been a fucking wild-ass ride. And we're going to, you know, talk about comics. We're going to try to if we don't get... If we just don't get distracted. I knew that was going to happen. It's fine. I I need something better to set it on. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Okay, I'm just going to start talking. Um, So, I have... (laughs) This is uh, issue number four of four of Vampironica New Blood. It's technically, I guess, what would it be like, the third? The third part of the Vampironica series. Um, This one, she is pretty much trying to find out the history of the large... (laughs) (laughs) It's been a long time since you've done that on accident. Um, Because in my head I was thinking also like big family. So, the Lodge family history and, like, how the vampire gene plays into her lifetime. Um, I was also thinking big family. Big family. Yeah, large. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But her um, ancestor, Sir Philip, I believe. Philip Lodge. Oh, God. I'm just awful with names. Um, Something Lodge. Fillmore. It's like, it's right up here somewhere. But basically, it's like her great-great-grandpa or something like that. He was what was considered an apex uh, vampire where he, in order to stay young and youthful, he would eat other vampires, which is like a very rare thing. She discovers that she is also an apex, which that's not all that they can do. They can also control other vampires. Like, basically, it's like a hive mind type situation. So she is using that knowledge to try to defeat her great-great-grand, Francis, Francis Lodge, um, to defeat him. Fillmore? <laughs> I almost said Phyllis, so I mean, it was close, but she's basically uh. just trying to figure out how to defeat him because he is the only reason um, why she's in danger at this point and why her family and her friends and stuff are in danger. There's like this really funny scene in here where Archie's like, let me tell you all about like your dad. We, we saw him beneath the bleachers and shit doing some naughty stuff. But like the outfit that he's wearing is like <laughs> super silly because it's like Halloween. Yeah. So he's dressed as a cat. <laughs> I love my idiot friend Archie. <laughs> but yeah, this is a, I don't know if there's going to be any other series after that. It kind of, 
left it so that they could easily, like, if they wanted to have more fun with it, they can. But it pretty much concludes the storyline of Vampironica. Okay. So, yeah, I, I still, this is one that I really enjoyed, but mostly because I just love the art in it. I just think, like, the colors and stuff are really fun. But the story itself is super silly. It does remind me a lot of, like, Riverdale watching the yeah. show. And they had, I think it's in this one, they had an ad for, like, another show that is... Oh, a Katie Keene show? Yeah, which is the spinoff from that Archie series that I'm reading with Katie Keene. Yeah. It's so dumb, but apparently they're doing a show about it. Hmm. Weird. I have not heard anything about it. This is like, this is seriously yeah, no, the first I, haven't I heard. Yeah, I have heard either. So. It's weird. Huh. It looks like it has Lucy Hale in it, who is from uh, Pretty Little Liars. Is that the show? Pretty Little Liars? Yeah. Or is it pr- or the HBO show? No, it's like a, a CW show. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Something like or that. Is- I don't know. But yeah, it's uh, uh, the Archie stuff is getting out of control and real silly. <laughs> oh, man. I'm about to just, like, bring it the That's fuck off. down. Yeah, I, I started here. Champ's going to bring it to here. So uh, here we go. <laughs> so I have uh, Tiananmen 1989, Our Shattered Hopes. This is a story from, I'm going to, Lun Zing. Loon? Loon Zang. I'm sorry, man. (laughs) If I fucked up your name, I did not mean to. Sorry, man. Uh, And Adrian Gambodo? Gambodo. Gambode? Gambode. And then I'm... And the art is by... Amazing? Yeah. So... Amazing. (laughs) I I suppose, yeah. Uh, But anyway... This is kind of slightly autobiographical. By oh my god, I'm having the autobiographical. I'm having the worst time with words today. Why do I even try to do this? Autobiographical. Yes, there it <laughs> is. Jesus, I said a autobiographical. <laughs> I can't even say it now. Uh, book and it kind of starts out with who you're going to be seeing in this uh, story, like the players of the game, and then it kind of has this little intro that like i really enjoyed that i felt like i'm just gonna i'm gonna read to you because i feel like it's a really good introduction it's good and i think it'll make you want to pick up the book so please forgive me that i'm going to probably stumble all over my words strong i'm strong champ is having a strong (laughs) i am uh the pages that follow are not an autobiography exactly but rather the story of a man who let who had a life very much like mine This fictional twin lived through the same events in a dramatized and thus necessarily condensed fashion. Told in such a way, the story is not my own, but that of millions of Chinese people who experienced these events, both in Beijing and throughout the world. I was but a humble participant, witness to a vast collective movement. The true heroes of Tiananmen will will forever remain the student hunger strike strikers as well as the nameless people of Beijing who stood up to the rifles and the tanks to protect the students and defend a great cause. As the story of one who survived, this book is first and foremost a tribute to those who did not. I hereby dedicate it to my three children who grew up in France 30 years after Tiananmen. I am sharing my story with them so that they will understand the journey I have made. I am sharing it with readers, young and old, who wish to learn more about these events that upended the fate of a great people with whom they will be sharing their future. I don't know, man. 
it's um <laughs> this was one of those things where I did not know a lot about like the situation and like everything that had happened there but I always remember that one picture of the tanks and the guy with like the the plastic yeah. bags and he's standing just right in front of the tanks so that's that picture changed my life the first time I had seen yeah. it and so that's what made me want to read that yeah I'm really excited to get into this and you know hopefully learn more and I know I feel like it kind of right at this point is extremely important to to read these sorts of things and like understand what how these things shape people and nations and because yeah, this was the the turning point for china when the, it was like the fall of communism yeah right yeah that's like what this whole thing i'm pretty sure yes. yeah okay or the other way around the fall of communism uh, and right right uh patrick is called tiananmen 1989 our shattered hopes our shattered hopes yes yeah, um, and the art is like the art is really interesting inside. I wasn't under like I wasn't going to pick this up. I actually had written it on my list and then taken it off. And then when I it came in yesterday, I just I don't know. I needed it. I don't know. Yeah. There's something about like right now where I was like I I need this in my life. It just feels very important. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's that's all I have to say about that book okay. right now. Yes. Um, so next, uh, this is something we both have, yeah. and neither of us had added this to our poll. We both just picked it up randomly yesterday. Yeah. Um, I have to admit, though, I'm a huge sucker for Dan Mora's art, and anytime he does do a cover, that's when I get excited yeah. about it, because that's exactly what I did to Folklords, too. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. the only reason I had originally picked it up. Like, I had wanted to read it, but I saw Dan Mora's art and was like, okay, sold. I'm in. And I ended up really enjoying it. Damn it, my keychain's stuck again. Um, which, yeah, same with this one. James Tinian um, is the one who wrote this, and it's... I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, no, I loved it quite a bit. The art was really, really, like... Uh, the cover A, I thought, was going to reflect the art on the inside more, which it did not. I was really, really, really impressed with the art and mm-hmm. colors on the inside. Uh, and then, yeah, it was just very cute, and it really did a great job of introducing you to like your main character and the world you're going to be in right away oh yeah or main characters i guess since there's yeah there's like two i guess main yeah. characters that it like focuses on there's tons of other characters well yeah. not tons but there's several other characters but you can tell that the story is going to be focused on like these two main characters mm-hmm. which i'm very excited which is wind and oh i don't remember his name i'm not gonna lie thorn his name's thorn okay. um I remember it was something weird like that. I was like, what the fuck is his name? Yeah, it's, uh, his name's Young Master Cherrywood. <laughs> so, yeah. The- I can't. I can't with that. Yeah, no. It's so good. Okay, so basically it's about a, uh, a land that they live in where, like, magic has pretty much been banned. Like, yeah. outlawed. Um, and the, this boy, Wind, has some sort of magic connection. I yeah. don't want to, like yeah like give anything away but basically he's he has to hide who he is because he's got like the ears which is a a sign of him having magic but um within this land that they live in this guy is i i want to call him a bounty hunter but i know that's not what he is i mean he's like i guess a hunter of those who contain magic yeah kind of kind of a bounty hunter. yeah he's he's hired by the king pretty much to come in but they call him the bandaged man and he is searching out hidden magic within the kingdom um and he's obviously going to play a big part and then the character thorn 
has connections or is like I guess just friends. We'll just say friends. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. friends with the prince. So there's going to be a whole um there's sorry Patrick. No. Uh, there's going to be this there obviously there's going to be an adventure going on. These main characters are going to try to solve a mystery or go on like some sort of quest for the prince because he's not allowed to is what I'm getting from yeah. it. Um but I am I love Thorne so far. I yeah. think he's just, I love all the characters actually to be honest. I would say I really do enjoy all the characters because I also really enjoyed like her quite a bit. Yeah. And, I did too. And just like how she wanted to protect um wind, like just like from whatever bad may be happening. So it's just really interesting. yeah, I'm really excited to see where this goes. Heather and I said it was very cute and very gay today, and I think that is a... It's so cute and gay. Um, A really good way to describe it. Yes. I'm, yeah, this is, like, I have been very impressed with, like, the cute boom comics that have been coming out, but this, I don't know. You can tell that this is just going to be a lot of fun. If only they would treat their creators better. (laughs) If only. This is sad. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I know this is... Again, like, I'm very excited. I don't even know, like, how many issues this is going to be. I don't remember if it's going to be, like, a continuing series or I if d- it's, like, limited. Yeah, I just remember James James, James Chinion <laughs> saying that it, all the issues are going to be, like, this thick. So, like, 50 pages. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, so this is wind. This is issue number one. Boom. It's That's- I didn't mean to <laughs> throw it definitely worth checking out it's mm-hmm. uh, especially if you love cute things yeah like cute fantasy things yeah cute and gay fantasy things <laughs> cute and gay so cute and gay uh patrick i have not been avoiding you in the drive-thru i've been just uh secluded to taking photos of comic books on wednesday mornings mm-hmm. so you know it's a thing it's a thing uh so next i keep like touching my hair and then touching the table so there's like grease everywhere um, so next, we both have, this is Gideon Falls issue number 22. Yeah, and this is the beginning of a story arc. Yes, a brand new story arc. And so, Doctor's, what the fuck is her name? What's that flying with the crows <laughs> is what this story arc is called. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, the psychiatrist, or Norton's psychiatrist has been separated from the priest and everybody else. Basically, everybody's been separated from one another after trying to destroy the Black Barn in right. the last story arc. Yeah, they they blew up the barn, but they actually, I feel like instead of blowing up the barn, they just blew up the world. Yeah, and that's kind of what they, they allude at in the end of this story. Yeah, they're all in different versions of Gideon Falls. Um, or, or Gideon. Gideon, yeah, sorry, the Gideon. It's it's a uh, they do one of those things in this this particular issue where they they say the name of the comic book inside of the so comic. many times, and I like they're just like Gideon Falls. Oh, and they like, did the thing. Like, the first time I was like, oh yeah, and then I was like, oh yeah, no, I get it, Gideon Falls. Yeah, um, but no, this is I think this is a very uh, good. I wasn't sure how it was going to come back, and I was. this was a pleasantly nice surprise. It was really strong. Oh, yeah. I agree. Um, because it, like, reintroduced... It almost... It's like they're reintroducing all the characters, it, but and it also is, like, kind of starting the book from the very beginning. Yeah. Um, 
Because I don't know, it had been long enough where I was just like, what the fuck happened in that last <laughs> issue? Like, what did I forget? But it's, uh, yeah, they're really good at, like, just coming back after nonsense and then just making it all make sense again. Yeah. Which yeah. I I hate. It's not fair. Well, and I just, like, you know, I felt like at the end of the last issue, I was like, it felt like everything was kind of, like, coming to an end and a yeah. conclusion. And this just felt like it was like, okay, we're starting from the beginning again. Yeah. I... I I thought that the story was almost over, but it's like, what else? Cause that's what I had been thinking. Like at the end was what else could they possibly do? And it's like, well, they're doing the most, like yeah. they're doing everything that they could be doing, but it doesn't feel forced at all. It doesn't no. feel like, um, I don't know. They're just kind of like making stuff up as they go along. It feels like a really well thought out story that made you feel, think that it was going to be the end and then it's like oh just kidding we yeah. still have so much I more say, we to have you. all of this yeah i really i still really enjoy it i think that the um i feel like it's less now and it has been less about like the actual horror aspect of it and it's more like a psychological like oh, time sure. thriller yeah no that's the, the best way to describe yeah. it because it's just like at some points you're just like what's happening and then you do realize that it is a lot of time travel and like mm-hmm. alternate dimension type things and then it, yeah it is just really taking your mind for a ride yeah because i i remember like when i first picked this up to like read it i assumed that it was just going to be a straight horror yeah like that's what it felt like at first but then it as it keeps going it's it's like I don't know how when you're watching Lost, the first season is like, you know, this is the plane crash. This is it. And then, and then as it goes on, it's like it just gets crazier. But unlike Lost, I'm actually still <laughs> interested in it. And it does make sense with the whole story rather than yeah. like seasons four and five of Lost being complete bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What is it? I am everybody. Yes, I'm t- I I am tired. Uh, I to add to that, I think I had a thought, but maybe it just like slipped my mind. So never mind. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. It was there and then it was gone after we talked about Lost. Yeah, that's what happens when you talk about Lost. <laughs> Everything else just like falls to the wayside. But All right. I mean, I suppose if you wanted it would not be a terrible picking off, like picking up point, just because it does do an idea. Like it gives you an idea. And I mean, you could just backtrack it. Mm hmm. It still makes sense. Oh, what I was going to say is that there are some, like, moments of this book that are kind of, like, uncomfortable. Like, the bug stuff that's, like, super uncomfortable and kind of creepy. Like, that stuff definitely gets to me. Yeah. Like, but otherwise, yeah, it is just, like, mainly a psychological horror. Yeah. There's that, like, that page in here where she's, like, in the town and is it her? No, it's him then. No, 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 it is her. That whole page. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, are these all bugs? Oh, yeah. I, I just thought it was, like, the dirt and the grass. I only I assumed it was the bugs because they have that, like, sheen and then... But it could be. Either yeah, way. No. Yeah, it was just... I. When but I in general, that, that is, like, very creepy. Yeah, and, like, I mean, is even, that the father? That's what it looked like. Yeah. That's who I thought. This book is great, guys. <laughs> it, I, I really, really enjoy it still because it still does, like, have that horror aspect to it, which creeps me out yeah i don't like cockroaches mostly <laughs> yeah like crawly bugs like that are the yeah. worst the ones that just don't die no matter how many times you step on them it's because i got that shield Ugh. uh your oh, turn be gaggy <laughs> okay i have um issue number four of george rr R. martin's a clash of kings part two um 
this is, you know, I've said this like a million times. I, if you've read the books or watched the TV show up to what, like season four is when it starts kind of straying from it. Yeah. um, Then you don't really need the comics because it's just a retelling of the story with pictures, which I really (laughs) enjoy. Um, But this is, for those of you who need the reference, this would be the part of the show when um, the Onion Knight, I always forget his name. Sir Davos. Sir Davos uh, takes Melisandre to the gate and she lays back and gives birth to the shadow demon child. Uh, that's one of my favorite parts of yeah. the book, too. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so creepy in the book. But yeah, this, Davos is just like, what the fuck is Yeah, happening? he like doesn't run or anything. He's just sitting there watching it happen like, what the fuck? Which I get it. I would probably do that, too, because I'd be more shocked that like, she just takes her robe off and is super pregnant. And I'm like, how did you hide that from me the entire time? And then squatting and shooting out a shadow kid. Like, yeah. I'd be so into that. But yeah, and the shadow kid is uh, what kills Renly. Isn't that? My timeline is all like fucked up because yeah. it's been so long since I've read it. But yes, yes, that's it. Um, and Daenerys is in uh, Meereen. I believe. No, no, no. She's in the the land when... She's she's still, like, walking somewhere in the desert? No, she's at the city where they end up taking her dragons. Okay. okay. The the tower of... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The tower, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's that's what this is. That's where we are right here in the the reading. (laughs) I don't know why I made that face. I'm sorry. But, yeah, this is a... This is a nice little thing if you want... To like reread it, but also just not put as Any much thought. effort yeah. into it. Yeah, which is why I've been reading it because it was something that I wanted to do, but also I just did not want to get that invested again because if I have to go back and have Jamie Lannister ruined for me yet another time, I'm gonna lose my mind. Uh, I mean, how, I, I guess I'm still like almost done with the third book. I've just not. I've decided not to go back. <laughs> I mean, I'll go back eventually, but I'm at this point where I'm like, I'm just reading other shit. Like, yeah, the the two towers. Thank you, Patrick. That's yeah. what it was. That's that's Lord of the Rings. Yes, good. <laughs> the I third th- book is my favorite, though. Like, I absolutely oh, love the third. I book. I thought we were talking about Lord of the uh, Rings. Oh yeah, the Return of the Fellowship of the Queen. Yeah, <laughs> is what it is. I believe. Uh, I am. You know, I'm reading The Road right now. So. Oh God, I can't read that book either. That breaks my heart. I uh, I've never seen the movie. Oh my god! Okay. So I uh, I wasn't sure what to expect, and Chris was like, "Don't read this book. Like you're gonna have a bad time. You've been reading things where you're having a bad time." Okay. Because I had just finished Trans Metropolitan, and when he said that, I was like, "Well, of course now I'm gonna read this book. Like I need to read this book." The book the book is really good. Uh, Cormac McCarthy is one of my favorite authors. I I love him so much. Child of God is probably one of my favorite books to ever exist. It's so fantastic. Um, when you finish the book, let me know because me and one of my oldest friends, we read it at the same time. She read it wrong. Like she thought the ending, something else had happened because she just like, it didn't register okay. like how the book had ended. And I'm over here like crying and she doesn't understand why. Cause she's like, why are you, what's, what's <laughs> wrong with you? So I had to explain it to her and it, it was like it was it's not hard to understand it was yeah. just she had completely missed like two pages yeah uh and it's this so and this weird road ramble right now i just got to like what i think is the scariest part which chris chris was saying the part he's been waiting for me to get to this part 
which is like when they find all of those people in the basement. Mm-hmm. I was reading it in bed, you know, before I go to sleep, like I always do. I don't know Naturally, why. Like, yeah. I I'm like, I'm going to be scared. Let me just shut off all the lights when I'm scared of the dark, uh-huh. too. And so I'm like reading that part, and I just like got so tense. And when they're running away, I was like, oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> just like freaking the fuck out in bed. I was like, I gotta keep reading until I get to a part where they're like, I think they're safe. I mean, they're not safe. Like, Yeah, so that part also, like, scared me. Um, the the movie, I will say, the movie is good, but I hated the kid in the movie. Okay. The kid, he's just, he just seemed annoying to me. Like, whereas in the book, like, he, his dialogue with the father and stuff just made more sense. But in the movie, for some reason, I just could not handle mm-hmm. the kid. But I'm really glad you're reading that because <laughs> I love that book. Uh, sorry. Anyway. Sorry, that was a little <laughs> distraction there. You have a... <laughs> We've been talking about books a lot lately, too. Yeah. It's uh, been happening. You, It's your turn because you said you had a couple books you don't But have. I just... I just oh, yeah. One. Oh, God. Yeah. My God. I just talked about that book. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, it's this one. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay, so next I have Family Tree. This is issue number six. This is also a return after a break and the beginning of a new story arc. So in the last story arc, they this group of bad people captured the grandfather and the daughter, the son, and um, the mother and this doctor all get away. Uh, so this picks up in a flashback with or you think it's a flash well part of it's a flashback oh sorry because <laughs> it is part of it is and part of it isn't it starts with a flashback of um darcy and his dad talking about like darcy leaving his family and why he's leaving his family which is because he's becoming a tree and then <laughs> Yo, it's- i gotta leave i gotta go plant myself somewhere <laughs> <laughs> that happened in the last issue uh so he shows him this, and then they start having this other conversation where the grandfather, his father, is realizing that this didn't happen, and he's realizing that his son is actually talking to him and trying to get him to wake up because he has been captured by these bad guys, and then that's that's where this starts. I, I don't know. I really, really, I wasn't sure if I would like this book in the beginning, but I, I really enjoy where it's going right now, so... Two Jeff Lemire books in a row. Not too bad. Hmm. Sorry, no, I'm just comparing the covers because you have the little bean boys and, like, I do too, but they're making different faces. So I was just, yeah. Uh, So then next (laughs) next we have Ludocrats. This is issue number two, and this is, like, my favorite book right now. It's a lot of fun. It's so silly, and it's... I mean, I read it out loud at work today, and people were like, what are you reading? Yeah. It's like, it's Ludocrats, but... Sorry, Megatron. But it's just so silly, and it's so silly in a way that, like, I I described it as highbrow and lowbrow at the same time, because yeah. the vocabulary it uses is just very, very broad and very, like intelligent while it's saying just the stupidest shit possible yeah it's not saying anything (laughs) it's using way too many words it's using way too many words and i absolutely love yeah no it's it's fantastic it makes me feel smart yeah even though i'm not reading anything yeah 
I think that is a really, it does make me feel smart too. Cause I'm like, Oh, I understand these words and I'm laughing because it's funny. That's, that's right. good. Right. It's like when you start a letter with to whom it may concern, <laughs> like that's literally what I feel like when I'm reading this is I'm like, I'm going to write this really fancy email and like include things like, however, and furthermore. And it's like, you don't need any of that. Just explain maybe, yourself. Maybe I'll use whom. Yeah. Whomst. That's what it feels like. So this issue picks up after uh, Grady has been arrested and Otto wants to save her. That's literally (laughs) it. That's all that happens in here. But they come up, they formulate this plan (laughs) to, like, break her out, essentially. Yeah, and she's stuck inside a gigantic worm. That's the best way to describe it. Yeah, And (laughs) it does not go how it's supposed to based off of the plan that takes them an entire issue to formulate. Yeah, I loved it so much. It's really funny. I did read this issue a couple months ago and I laughed really hard and I read it again last night and today and I just like, I don't know, I was having a great time. Yeah, it's fantastic. If you really love um, absurd and excuse me, literary disasters, then I think you will really, really enjoy this one. And I think, like, Heather and I talked about this earlier as well. It's just, like, right now, I don't know, everything is so bleak that, like, even the smallest bit of funny is giving me belly laughs and makes me feel, like, decent, so. His kind of belly. Yeah. This is my belly when I laugh. (laughs) Huge belly laughs. I just love, like, the little things that are happening in the background. And just, it's like DJ said, it just feels like a candy store. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which, I don't know. Yeah. I, and just, like, yeah, the faces. The, the faces are really great. Mm-hmm. I, I can't say anything but good things. I don't think. Like, yeah, there's not one thing that I don't like about this. It's just, it's the faces and the hands. Like, it's just, it's fantastic. It's super cute. Um, it's a mess <laughs> but like in a good way it's yeah oh god i almost threw that one too okay that's all for that one okay now now you go with the okay what you have so i had i'm just going to talk about them briefly i read two other comics that were out today uh the first one is um a man among ye which is by stephanie phillips, stephanie phillips. okay that's what i thought i just uh she does uh butcher paris there's another one. Yeah, there's another. Was it Artemis? And the yeah, Assassin? Artemis and the Assassin. Um, so this story, I'm not sure if it's going to be like a limited or if it's going to be an ongoing thing. I don't know why they would make it ongoing. Uh, it's just about the pirate Annie Bonnie. Um, and, well, I mean, they could make it. <laughs> no, I like, know. It was just the way you said it. <laughs> yeah, they just, you know, because she's a, a pirate from like however far back when they don't really have concrete stories about her that they could tell. Basically all they know about her is she became a pirate because she was, she went like on a traveling with her husband or whatever. And she met, I cannot remember her last name, but Mary who ended up becoming her lover. Um, And the one thing about Annie Bonnie that I really love, and this became like a huge thing for female pirates later on is anytime that she would kill a man, she would flash her tits to show the men that like, Hey, a woman fucking killed you. Love that. I love that so much. But yeah, it's just a story about Annie Bonnie, and I'm assuming um, how she met her female lover. Um, because this first issue has her being introduced to who will eventually become her lover. Okay. Uh, it's, I guess it's more of like a history on like 
piracy and like women and piracy and stuff, which I think is really cool. Um, I did actually, I enjoyed it. Pirate times. Yeah. Thank you. Like for um, pirate times. I did actually, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit, um, but it's not, I don't think I'm going to add it to my poll just okay. because I have, I've already gone down the aisle of reading female pirate stories. Um, I just don't want to do it again. That's totally. Just, yeah, I don't want to do it. And I really, I really do enjoy Stephanie Phillips writing. Um, I enjoy the fact that like most of her stories that I've been reading anyway are very female heavy. Mm-hmm. And kind of historical. Yeah, and very, very historical. And I, I do. And yeah, actually, now that you mention it, because even Artemis, that whole story had a lot of like history in it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, but yeah, it's called A Man Among You. It was the first issue. It came out today. Um, the other one that I read was that um, AWA Upshot Series Hotel, which is issue number two. Um, it's going to be four issues long, and each one is a different story that takes place within this hotel that is on a random road in like middle of nowhere. Um, this chapter focuses on... Um, I'm not sure if anyone had read the first chapter of it, but it was the the pregnant woman who was getting away from mm-hmm. her abusive husband. At one point, she meets her oh, yeah. neighbor. I, I did read all of this. Yeah. yeah. She, like, meets the neighbor in the hotel who was a man, and um, I can't remember his name, but I remember his wife's name is Muriel, and it's, like, a, a brief, like, half a page thing where he, like, sees her and gets, like, kind of shocked to see her there. Yeah. This second issue is about them and how he takes her out there and is like trying to kill her and all that kind of stuff because he doesn't want a divorce because it's too costly um and he set it up um so that everyone just thinks that she's on vacation but he's homesick so no one knows that he actually like went with with her her. to this hotel in the middle of nowhere but anytime that he tries to kill her when he goes back to the hotel room she's there and he can't, like, figure out why. It's, like, it's a weird thing. It has to do with, like, a weird celestial body of water that they find, like, behind the hotel. It's fantastic. I uh, really... I should read that. Yeah. I, I actually really love, really love this uh, series. And considering it's only four issues, it's not... You don't really have to think hard yeah. about it. Like, it's... They're quick and to the point, And they're, like, it's horror. They're bloody. They're violent. But they're so fun. <laughs> Just what you want. Yeah. And that was it. That was, those were the only two other ones that I read. All right. And so then I have The Man Who Fucked Up Time. This is issue number three. Uh, and this issue... Why do I always forget his name? And it's like one of the... Bennett is his last name. So that's what I'm just going to call yeah, him. Yeah, just call him Benny. Uh, so he is in time. He starts out like remembering this party he went to in the past as he is being killed and it's just I don't know it's just the same same stuff him kind of running around in time trying to fix his mistakes and figure out how he got to this point and it seems like there are at least three versions of himself kind of going back and forth throughout time and one version of himself seems to be fucking over the other version of himself. Love that. So there's Can't a lo- <laughs> trust yourself. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on here. I really, I don't know, this is a real silly book, and I do really enjoy it. There's just, like, when he gets killed the first time as he is, like, remembering this evening, like, he dies, and then he comes back to life, and he's just like, what, how, how did this happen? Was I just dead? And the future, the future police are like, yeah, we, like had to bring you back to life because how are you going to fix time if you're dead 
in less more words than that. And so they're like, well, you, we've zapped this guy, knocked him unconscious for a little bit, but you're going to have to, like, run away, like, immediately. And so he's, like, running away from a mastodon, and he's just like, I'm not going to, like, if they can just bring me back to life, I don't want to run away from a mastodon. Right. So he just gets, like, smashed by this mastodon, and the future police basically, like, reverse this and bring him back. And he's like, well, give me, like, your decent giant teaser arm so I can at least, like, Defend survive. Yeah. yeah. So That's funny. Just silly shit like that. That's a that's a good time. It's a good time. It's a good time. Okay. So next, next we have this is uh, Strange Adventures. This is issue 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 number two. And Champ and I both agree that this issue was way stronger than the first one. I loved this issue. Yeah. I thought it was so good. I almost like I wish there would have been a way for them to start out with this issue because yeah. I really did think this was a. Uh, a way stronger step than the the first issue mm-hmm. was itself. I loved the way. I can't remember if this is how they did the art too, where Evan Chainer did like the art from the past, and then Mitch does the present yeah. art. But I do love that a lot, uh, especially because when it is going back and forth like that, it, this like within the book, it can get pretty confusing. But because of the art change, that really does help. It does help like yeah, keeping track of it. And also, I feel well, I feel like a lot of it too is like. Mr. Terrific's parts, for the most part, are all in, like, the present, and mm-hmm. then, which is all Mitch's art, and then Doc Shaner's is all the past, and all just, like, Adam Strange's, like, right. part. So, yeah, that did help really separate the story, and really give, give like, a solid tone to both stories as well, personally. So, uh, it's interesting. Save the pirate. <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted. Um, Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, God, now I had a train of thought, and you just totally made me lose it. Uh, uh, I'm going to have to erase a little bit. So within this issue, it does, like, do a really great job of setting the tones, and you kind of get that feel through the different art styles, but as well as, like, in this issue... Uh, Mr. Terrific is trying to figure out the mystery of Adam Strange and what happened to this fan, if he actually killed him, and it seems like there's more going on. Right, like whether or not the whole thing is worth being investigated. Yeah, and I don't know, he finds out some information. One of my favorite parts of this particular issue is, I I don't know if his balls, balls... His balls have a certain name or not. It's the but, terrific ball. But his terrific ball who keeps asking him, like, different questions, which seemingly, like, are helping him investigate the whole Adam Strange thing, even if, like, the questions don't seem significant to that mystery. And that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, no, that's... I think that was the thing that I liked the most, was, like, the questions seemed very innocuous I guess yeah and up until like the very very like kind of end of it also I do have to say this particular issue I did love the fact that Batman is in a fight with uh, Professor Pig because this is out of the Batman issue that they did with the dreams right okay so yes some, some other nerd shit for you yes um yeah no um I really like that there's one specific part that I like <laughs> Which I just have to mention, um, the the T ball. <laughs> it's 
questions uh, him about King Arthur and the Green Knight and stuff. And I just, I really love that story. And so the fact that that it was like referenced in here and could have like, not something to do with like the, the mystery of the murder itself, but just like hinting towards there's more to it than that. Yeah. I just, I really like that. Because... And I think it's kind of talking about who Adam Strange is as a person. Right. So that's what right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I, again, like the, the questions that these things are asking him and like what they have to do with like the current situation and what he's going to be investigating and all that kind of stuff is very minorly significant, which you don't realize, or at least I didn't until I like got to the end. And then I was just like, Oh my God, that's right. That's what's going on. So I really like the way that this was set up. I love the past and the present. I love the whole, you're, you're getting, half of the story with like Adam Strange and his wife like going out and going on their own little quest and versus like Mr. Terrific trying to figure out like what is going on with this and like why this is important and why Batman wants him to investigate it yeah I I loved it I thought it was really good yeah and I think especially coming out of like Heroes in Crisis this is a a much stronger book and like once again much stronger than the first issue I think if you were iffy about the first issue for very specific reasons i think it is still worth like checking out the second issue oh yeah nothing else yeah it definitely feels like it's back to tom king yeah like this is to me what he was supposed to be doing yeah it feels like that mr miracle like Mm -hmm. those issues in this issue all right i think that's that's it. it yeah that's it that's all we got so happy wednesday remember to you know Call, email, text any of your representatives about any of the horrible things that are happening in your city, other cities. Justice for all of the many black people that have been killed in the last forever and also, like, two weeks. Yeah, don't believe anything that the cops tell you. So Do your own investigating. Do your own investigating. Look into different forms of police. Police. And uh, have Defund a fun the police. Help your black friends. Yeah. We love you. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Oh, goodbye. Oh, my back. I'm stuck to the chair again. <laughs>